evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stagman, and with me, as always, is my best pal, Noelle Schmidt. That's right. We host a show called High Spirits in which we drink alcohol and we talk about ghosts. Yep. Yep, that's right. Uh, Noelle, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm doing something new tonight because of the uh, cold weather that we are experiencing yeah. and the fall time uh, time of the year. What? Yeah. Uh, autumn. Autumn. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking Surly Oktoberfest from our friends at Surly Brewing in, in Minneapolis. Amazing. Mm. Great. Surly. I am also drinking Surly Oktoberfest what? because you are uh, just such a uh, lovely pally pal that Thank you just you. give me booze. Bear. Bear. Uh, yeah. Have you been to Surly? They're, they're, well, I don't know. We just started and I have no words. Um, their brewery? Their brewery. Their facilities. Uh, I have not. It's well, wait. Great. Maybe I have. It's in Minneapolis. It's in the, um, it's near the University of Minnesota. So a lot of students hang out there. Can I tell you, it's possible. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been to a lot of breweries. It's an awesome. In Minnesota. It's it's a pretty great place. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been there a couple of times and it's huge. They have a really, really big dining room. Nice. Um. I don't know if they take reservations, and we're in a time of COVID, so everything's weird right now. Yeah, stay at home. Stay at home, <laughs> Drink please. a surly at home. Drink a surly at home. But when things free up and you can go back again, um, go there. They have excellent food. Uh, I actually got to eat at their chef's table once, which Ooh, was incredible. That's great. They also have this really amazing outdoor uh, area where they have bags and like the beanbag game cool um and they have a lot of like in the winter time they have um a lot of uh, fire pits and just it's a really awesome spot and they have really good beer that's awesome and they're not paying us at all but if they'd like to for this great pitch <laughs> surly get some yeah uh, also, you know me in Oktoberfest. I have been Oktoberfesting all September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drove past uh, the Lincoln Square area where the big tents are usually laid out with the brats. Yeah. And I was being so sensitive. I had a couple tears come out of my eyes. It's I've been trying not to think about it, but it's Oktoberfest time. And it's yeah. so, so sad that we're not celebrating. Yeah. Remember when you were in Germany for Oktoberfest? That was two years ago. No, and I was in Germany for Oktoberfest three years ago. Yeah, and it was like basically this day. I, I feel yeah. like it was, that I was there, and what a bummer! Mm-hmm. What a bummer! I don't even know what's happening. If they're doing it, no, 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 no. They're the not. Merc? Are you kidding? I, the Merc? She's so good. Yeah, I think. Well, they were getting. They were having another surgery surge. So right. You know. Yes, to our friends in Europe. Um, please be safe and wear a mask and stay inside. You're being better than we are. Yeah, as they say, to us, stop being number one in the world for everything awful. Oh. <laughs> uh, before we get started on my ghost, <laughs> um, Noelle, do you have any like movie updates or anything like that? Oh, I watched a movie the other night um, that I didn't love, but there was something about it that I loved. So I'm so glad you asked. The movie's called Cruel Peter. Is <laughs> it about a kid? It's about... Um, this father and daughter who go to they're they're hired he's hired to restore an old cemetery oh in um restore into a cemetery so cemetery to cemetery or uh, into a cemetery okay. so um and to be to be fair i was i kind of had it on in the background while i was working on something else so i didn't get exactly why and what the deal was there i think there was like a bad it's like the most important part of the horror movie <laughs> Why is this happening? The important thing is that his daughter is deaf. And then oh. she gets possessed by Cruel Peter. Cruel Peter was um, a very nasty boy who oh. um, was taken out by uh, some other, another boy in town because he was so cruel. Peter was so nasty. And like, there was like this little gravestone that this boy made that basically said, here lies Cruel Peter who like murders dogs and things like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was a nasty boy. Um, but the way this girl who's deaf communicated with the dead, and I was going to look it up and I forgot to do it. Um, so me, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's the sphere that has like all these lines in it. And she would spin it. And the, while it was spinning, like against the, ref- the, it was lit against the wall. Mm-hmm. So the lines would form together in like a yes or a no to make oh, a cool. word. It was super cool. And so she would write it down like, 
who's with me or are you here? Yeah. And it would write like, um, it would say yes or no. At one point it said mom because it took place in England. Um, <laughs> it's how you know. Everything's yeah. the same except for the way we call our moms. <laughs> right. But it was a really cool device. And I was like, oh, I've never seen anything like that before. That's used. very cool. So I want to look it up. If somebody knows um, and you just want to email us at highspiritchicago at gmail.com, that'd be great. For sure, Zs. Uh, but yeah, I should probably give Cruel Peter another chance. I was busy doing other things. So sure. it was just kind of a background thing yeah. for me. But that thing caught my attention. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. But no other really. I did watch Babysitter too. How was it? Fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Entertainment <laughs> Weekly has a grading system. They do it on A, B, C, but like whether they like right. it. Noelle's uh, grading system is more of like a, like a, Awesome, fine, boo. Right. <laughs> and then facial expressions that sort of let you know the plus or minus. Just fine. So, oh, it's a C minus. Oh, yeah. Well. Samara Weaving isn't, I mean, it's a sequel. Sure. She was dead in the first mm-hmm. one, so. It's not as bad. <laughs> I recently watched Sleepaway Camp 2 because uh, <laughs> I realized I'd never seen it and I felt like I had to. Sure. Because I love the first It's important. It's a Citizen Kane of uh, horror movies. There's a lot of wrong things about Sleepaway Camp, especially when it comes to um, gender stuff, and which I won't go into right now. But Sleepaway Camp 2 is really uh, culturally inappropriate. We'll leave it at that. Sure. And, uh, yeah, don't watch it. Those girls are having their way with men, making them stand naked in ways that they didn't it's agree to? Not even. No, it's actually because it has to deal with, like, transphobia oh. in the 80s. Um, and they're, um, we're on the air. I need you to focus (laughs) all over the place. Uh, but the funny thing about the sleepaway camp too, is that it doesn't take itself seriously. And the killer who, you know, who the killer is right off the bat. I'm not giving anything away. She likes to, she is very quippy and has a lot of fun jokes. I think they were trying to compete with Freddy Krueger at the time. Oh, okay. Who is... The most hilarious of sure. of uh, monsters and of killers. creepy dead people. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's what your movie moment Speaking of the today. most hilarious. Uh, yes. Tell me. Uh, she is not. But boy, mm. was she a joy. Okay. What a joy. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, screen legend Natalie Wood. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. then we're going to talk about uh, some of her ghosts. Okay. That followed. Um, <clears throat> sea ghosts? Sea ghosts. There are sea ghosts in this. Were you shouldn't? No. Oh, I was, okay. ho- I was hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know a lot about this case, then. <laughs> a, li- a little bit. Just a tittle biddle. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just going to give you some information, and then uh, we'll get into um, some of the death stuff and ghosty stuff. Uh, so for those of you who don't know who Natalie Wood is, shame on you. Really, <laughs> truly. Go watch West Side Story. Um, she is a... Uh, and it's okay if you don't know who she is. She died in 1981, far too young. Uh, but before then, she appeared in 56 films. Really? Uh, or, fi- yes, 56 films. I might have counted television in that. Um, that's still, like... It's a ton. Well, she was a, a child star. Yeah. I mean, she was in um, uh, so mo- so many movies that we all know. She became She started acting at four, and then she was given a co-starring role at age eight in Miracle on 34th Street in 1947. So mm-hmm. she, you know, in her, her life was short. Her career was long. I always forget that that's her in Miracle yeah. on 34th Street. Yeah. So she was like the Drew Barrymore of her time. Yeah. Uh, so let me say this. Uh, Natalie Wood was born July 20th, 1938. Uh, and she died November 29th, 1981. Uh, that made her 43 years old at the time of her death. Um, she was born Natalia Nikolaevna Zakarenko. Nailed it. Uh-huh. I spelled it phonetically. Oh. <laughs> I spelled it real Z's and then phonetically. Look at you. Right? We're getting better at this, you guys. So. Or Jay is. I just <laughs> wing it. She uh, obviously changed her name. Um, to uh, just straight up Natalie Wood mm-hmm. because the... Uh, <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> Zakarenko didn't really uh, uh, fly off the tongue. No, no. So, yeah, it changed to Wood. Okay. Um, she received three Oscar nominations before she was 25 years old. Uh, same. 
No. It's so, no? No. You you saw three Oscar-winning movies oh. before you were 25. Oh, right. It's basically <laughs> the same. Um, as a teenager, she earned uh, Academy Award nomination for uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Mm-hmm. She also uh, won a uh, Best Supporting Actress for The Searchers in 1956. My dad loves that movie. You know, so many people love that movie. I remember studying it in film studies. I think it is beautiful. I think it is unbelievably boring. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I Western, besides for the beauty, <laughs> Western is totally lost on me. It's, you know, so my, my dad's a huge John Wayne fan, which I think most people's dads are. Um, of our, <laughs> sorry, I almost spit up my octopus. Uh, I was about to say, so is mine. <laughs> yeah, of our generation. Uh, and so I've seen that movie many times. And I honestly don't remember it because they all, because a lot of John Wayne movies just kind of blur together for me, unless it's McClintock, which is kind of like the more musical, like campy, fun one. It's like the Oklahoma of his gotcha. movies. Um, in True Grit, which is always the one that kind of stands out. Sure. But The Searchers kind of blends into, but everybody t- like thinks it's just such a phenomenal Like the movie. grandest movie. Actually, uh, allegedly, um, George Lucas was very inspired by yeah. The Searchers, which is how he made like that tattooing planet mm-hmm. kind of look. I uh, don't know if that's true. I heard it. Someone told me that. So I should probably, I, I, I think <laughs> I've heard that before too. I should probably give it another, another chance. I think I'm just... Uh, a little jaded from all of the John Wayne I grew up on. Yeah. I mean, I think we've done enough homework. Yeah. Here's the deal. I don't have, I'm so old at this point. I don't need to be convinced to like things that I didn't like prior. Right. <laughs> there was a time in my life where I'd be like, let me try that again. And now I'm like, you know what? I <laughs> Maybe I don't like most things made of pork. That's fair. That's you know? fair. Like, that's a good I'll point. try them all, but yeah. maybe I maybe I already kind of know in advance a little. Right. You reach a point at a in an age where you're like, nope, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. From knowing who I am, maybe I probably won't like anything that tastes like uh like a black licorice. Yeah. I'm like, thinking about like booze. So much booze, people will be like, it's wonderful. It tastes like black licorice. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it would taste like. And it tastes nasty. Right. Like there's no excuse for Frenette. There's no <laughs> excuse for that. I don't want your Uzo. I don't want your Rocky. <laughs> I don't want your pass. That's a hard pass. Your after dinner shot. And Jägermeister, I listen, I know I'm German, but Ugh. the end. No Gross. thank you. Pretty Goodbye. Pretty. Done. Well, guys, what starred <laughs> in musical films? Uh, she starred in West Side Story, which you might have seen, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gypsy. Are you a jet or a shark? I don't when you're know. a jet. Which is cooler. Um, I always thought that the sharks were cooler, but I thought okay, that cool. Tony- I'm a jet because I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me make sure. Which one was the one with the Wait, uh, Tony- cool Puerto Rican lady? The, the, those are the sharks, I think, right? Then I want to be them. That's what, I, yeah, because she's the coolest part. Yeah, she's amazing. Her number? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love her. She's the sassy one. Well, then uh, she was in Gypsy in 1962. So it's pretty okay. good deal. Um, she, Natalie Wood. In case you drop the lead on this, uh, Natalie Wood uh, also nabbed uh, best pre- best actress performances uh, nominations for Splendor in the Grass and Love with the Proper Stranger. Who? The Proper Stranger, which I've never heard of. It. I mean, Academy <laughs> Award worthy. I've never heard of that movie. Yeah. What is that? What does that even mean? Uh, well, I don't know. Listen, if you're gonna tag someone, if you're gonna like, if you. <laughs> <laughs> a proper stranger. Right? Have a proper stranger. This is a nice way of saying, like, one night stand with someone, like, highfalutin. I guess. <laughs> it didn't take place at uh, the Joliet Ramada. I guess this is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe this is a um, prequel to Pretty Woman. It's kind of like... I was just telling the story... Regent Beverly Wilshire. Do you remember that part? <laughs> yes, I Regent do. Bev Will. <laughs> I was... I was telling this story uh, the other night to somebody about how um, I was I was going to see, I was seeing the Bronx, which is um, the, a hardcore punk band that I like. Sure, with a friend of mine, Edinburgh, where uh, J Lo is from. Yes, they, but they are not from the Bronx. They are actually from uh, their California band. But anyway, uh, my friend and I were standing outside before the show, and this woman came up to us, and she was like. You guys look nice (laughs) because it was like us and all of these punk fans and she singled us out. So I'm wondering if like we would be the proper strangers. 
She like came up to us to like offer ask if we needed a ticket, which we didn't. We were just like hanging out before the show. But I we we also kind of took offense to that where we were like, we do. Yeah, right. We don't don't want anyone to be like. (laughs) She's like, you guys look nice, and we're like, no, we don't. Up yours. Uh, but you do look nice, which has always been your uh, your downfall. No, uh, yeah, I mean you like a little hard on the exterior, but you look into your eyes, which are just made of honey. You know, it's because honey and brown sugar. Honey and, and brown sugar. Of course, you look nice. It's because my mom embedded in me take pride in yourself. <laughs> sure. From the age of six, on. I'll say this: I'm well kempt, but I don't know that I exactly look nice. I think you look great. Yeah, thanks. Not just nice. Great. Hey. Uh, Okay. Back to Natalie Wood. Back to Natalie Wood. Um, So, guys, I wanted to just say, I'm going to slate something here. Um, Might be triggering, um, but this has a little bit to, I want you to think about this a little bit when you think about Natalie Wood, uh, besides thinking that she's a really great actor who who died uh, well before she should have. She was raped at 16. Um, In Suzanne Finstad's 2001 biography, what alleges she was raped by a powerful actor when she was 16. Um, in 2018, Lana Wood said during a 12-part podcast, this is this is uh, her sister, this is Natalie Wood's sister. Uh, she said about the, oh, I'm sorry, uh, the attack had take, taken place inside the Chateau Marmont during an audition that went on for hours. Ugh. According to Professor Cynthia Lucia, who studied the attack, Wood's rape was quite quite brutal and violent. And I want to I want to pause here because I, at some point, well, a long time I wouldn't even say like three years ago, talked about Chateau Marmont. Yep. And I had mentioned because here's something that I I was looking at through this whole thing. This person is always quote unquote a powerful actor quote unquote a powerful actor, but. There was, and I can't remember who it was now, there, there, I talked in that episode in the Chateau Marmont about this guy who was quote unquote dating Natalie Wood when she was 16 and took her to the Chateau Marmont. And I remember at the time being like, that's inappropriate. That doesn't sound right. It was some sort of director or casting director or somebody who got her into, it wasn't, I want to say rebel without a cause. It wasn't Billy Wilder, was it? I don't, you know what, in all of this, I don't know who it is. But I still, it's one of those, sorry, yeah, I just have to say, it's one of those Jay Stagman things where I'm like, I was like, that's not cool. And then all this new research, because that right. story was not about her. Right. It just reeked of badness. So then I was doing um, this one that's particularly about her. I saw the word Chateau Marmont come up and I was like, okay. So uh, anyway, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to dig a little deeper into that because that's, yeah, seems to be, with all the mysteries surrounding Natalie Wood's demise. This seems like a very easy one to solve. So does that one, by the way. But we'll get to it. <laughs> but it's but but I think it's also very um, wait, and it's very telling. And I'm interrupting you. No, it's that's like exactly what I was going to say. Though the 40s. When did that fucking movie come out? Okay, so in 1955, it's perfectly okay to take a 16 year old to the Chateau Marmont, mm-hmm. even hear like some um, crying, something from the hotel room, and be like, "Well, that's just how they roll. They're a couple." Nowadays, you hear that, and I, I yeah, when I read this. This uh, 2018 podcast with Lana Wood was like, I'm just going to go all in. Uh, Good for her. Yeah. But but think about it. Like, Jerry Lee Lewis was um, marrying his cousin who was 14. Elvis was marrying Priscilla, Priscilla who, was who was 13. Well, no. Or 14. She was 15 when they got married, but she was 13 when they met in Germany. It's, and her parents sent her to they live. They said it was okay. And this is what Ugh. was happening during this time was that... This was acceptable, especially in Hollywood. And, and it's for not, successful men. And it's not just about... And and listen, like, Harvey Weinstein is now imprisoned because of his behaviors. But this behavior from these men, these high-profile men yeah. in Hollywood, have been... This has been going on for ages. Yeah. Where they're taking advantage of these young, girl, young girls. And Natalie Wood, at age 16, was a star. A oh, star? And I'm sure, you know, there are probably Elizabeth Taylor stories around the same oh, age. I, I can only imagine. It, it didn't matter who she was. She still had to, like, live up to these expectations from these men. And it's just what this does to a 16-year-old is just Also, I'll give you worse. Awful. I'm going to one-up this. Uh, if this. Again, if this is a bothersome conversation, please uh, turn it off. Come back in about five minutes. Or, or suck it up and listen to it and get uncomfortable for a minute. Because but, we need to address this stuff. Like... 
Marilyn Monroe was already had already terribly abused before she became a yep. star. Yep. Then, in order to become a star, she was terribly abused by some of the higher ups there. And then what happens is they use it against you. Mm-hmm. It. Oh, are you kidding me? That makes me so angry. It's like um, you have to have. So I'm being like an old producer. You have to have sex with me to get this role. Also, I like nude pictures of you. Right. Then when that person's about to talk, they're like, "Oh yeah." What a whore. She had sex with me right. to do this thing and I have pictures. It is mm-hmm. a double-edged sword that uh it continues to happen just, and it's not yeah. it, it continues to happen. I mean, how many women came out against Harvey Weinstein that their careers were ruined because they wouldn't have sex with him or because oh, they spoke con- out. He's and he is nothing more than a drop in an ocean. Right. I and, hope we all forget his name so we can remember everybody's story about Randy or Chris or Matt or Tyler or Steven. And I hope eventually it doesn't have to be like at a Hollywood studio. We could just say normal things. Like when I worked at Chick-fil-A or when I, when I was uh, a receptionist at a, at a firm downtown. Um, Right. And the thing is, is that like, he is just one person and you're totally right. And, and so just because we got this one guy doesn't mean that it's over. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done and we still need to recognize this and we need to make sure that we're continuing to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. And so I'm sorry that I told people to suck it up, but like, I'm not sorry because we need to get uncomfortable with this stuff because it's real. And unless you're somebody who has been violated or has been offended, like you need to start listening and you need to like be there and be supportive and believe them. Please believe them because these girls at this time, like Natalie Wood and Marilyn Monroe and et cetera, like on and on and on, they had nobody to talk to because nobody cared because it's just what happened. Mm -hmm. And that's not okay. By the way, even if you were, yeah, even if you were naive enough to believe that, like some girls do it for attention, that's insane. And I just want to say here, most people don't talk about it at all. Yep. People who it's happened to. So the very weird sociopath that does something that that speaks out against something that didn't happen. Um, yep. I I don't know. I don't know what to think about them. But for everybody else, um, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Wow. I wanted to screen there though because I love my Natalie Wood and guys. No, and <laughs> this episode is just dedicated to somebody who I really admire, who I think is great, and every step of the way, mm-hmm. she just had. Terrible things happen to her. Yeah. And so I would like to introduce this new character. <laughs> His name is Robert Wagner. Uh, yes. But before we get there and before that. Are we uh, already there? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before before that, uh, uh, Robert Wagner was considered to be the end all be all best guy. Uh, gorgeous, talented. In fact, there was a time even where people wanted to suggest that Natalie Wood was riding his coattails. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Now, I'm going to refer to him as RJ every once in a while. Robert Wagner, uh, his nickname was RJ. So if you're in the know, you know. So when you hear RJ and Robert Wagner, same thing. Who am I talking about? RJ. That's right. Robert John? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I was just... Bobby Jack. No, I just was about to... (laughs) I really, in my head, just spitballed a very terrible joke about what what RJ could stand for. Anywho, we'll pass right over that. There's... (laughs) There's no time for that. It's never late enough at night for that. Wow. Way to, way to take the higher ground on that sure. one. Sure. I'll just dig my heels right in. Right. Going. Sorry. Go for it. Okay. So Natalie and RJ first married in December 28th, 1957 in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Okay. On June 20th, 1961, uh, the couple announced their separation in a joint press release and they were divorced April 27th, 1962. Okay. Uh, so they were married the first time in 1957, divorced in 1962. Um, Wood then dated Warren Beatty, Michael Caine, uh, David Niven Jr. Uh, then on uh, May 30th, 1969, uh, she married British producer Richard Gregson, uh, who, who um, she dated for maybe about three years. They had a daughter. Her name was Natasha. Mm-hmm. And she was born in 1970. Wood filed for divorce from Gregson on April 4th, 1971. It was finalized April 12th, 1972. Uh, all this is to say, after this uh, relationship uh, and having a daughter, she resumed her relationship with Robert Wagner. Yep, worst thing that ever happened. Um, 
at the end of uh, 1972. They remarried in 1972 aboard the Ramblin' Rose, which was anchored off Paradise Cove in Malibu. I, I just want to interject. I know I keep bringing up Elizabeth Taylor, but it's... <laughs> no, you're welcome to. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by her. And I don't. I actually don't know. I do. She's incredible. I don't. I actually don't know very much about her. Like, I know you've read... AMA. Every, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, listen, I love that I don't have much to give the earth. But when you bring up Elizabeth Taylor <laughs> and make direct eye contact with me, all I can think of is, I got you. I feel like the rope and bungee jumping... <laughs> I know that's why that's why I feel safe yeah. bringing it up because I know you're going to catch me. If you're like, <laughs> you held up a cushion and asked me what it was made of, I would panic, turn green, and maybe vomit. Elizabeth Taylor, I got gotcha. you. But I think it's really interesting how like how um, linear their lives are, really, because they're both child actors. They yep. both like had these series of like so many relationships, yep. and they both went back to these. Men who were just toxic for them. Like with Liz Taylor, it was Richard Burton. And like... Very masculine. Very, I want you. Very... When they were finally with someone and happy, it was like, you and me should be together. It was very... Yeah. Yeah, they're very similar. But I think it has a lot to do to go back. And I we don't have to go back down this rabbit hole, but it has a lot to do with being brought up in that Hollywood environment. It's terrible. And needing to be controlled by a man in a way. Yep. And it's, it's so messed up and it's so, it's, I mean, especially for Natalie Wood, it's so tragic. Elizabeth Taylor eventually got out of it, but like, you know, and then she <laughs> continued marrying throughout her life. She but really did. Yeah. She really did. And good for her. She did. But <laughs> <laughs> she made perfumes. Like she, she ended up being just fine. But for Natalie Wood, it, you know, as we'll find out, did not end so well. And that's really, really tragic. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh. Do they okay? So, um, so they got back together. They got back together. Sorry. Yep. And um, they also had a they had a daughter, uh, Courtney, who was born in 1974. Okay. Uh huh. Um, Wood and Wagner remained married until her death, November 29th, 1981. <sighs> Let me tell you about her death. Okay. Um. So just so you know, her death. At the time and now has always been very mysterious and Mm -hmm. has always been um, extremely speculated upon. And uh, there's never really been any closure. Um, We'll get to this when when we get to it. But uh, where it stands right now is her uh, death was an accident. Um, But (coughs) it has been. (laughs) You're choking over there. (laughs) But it's been considered that since 1981, but there's a lot of reason to disbelieve. Yeah. Anywho, um, when she died, she was making Brainstorm, which is a which is a movie. Uh, and she was on a weekend boat trip in Catalina aboard uh, Wagner's yacht, Splendor. Um, Can I ask you what you would name your yacht? Oh, that is a great question. Um, <laughs> I was about to say tenure. <laughs> I'm much more practical. <laughs> what about you? I would have to be Schmidt Storm. Schmidt Storm. That's <laughs> right, great. Right. It rolls downhill. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Schmidt though. Storm's coming. <laughs> uh, she got tenure, finally. <laughs> I love that I'll never actually have that, but my boat, I'll have a yacht. <laughs> that explains so much about my mentality. Oh, man. Uh, Aspirations. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wood was with her husband on this little trip and also her co-star from brainstorm christopher walken dun, dun, dun. yeah and splendor's captain dennis Deverne on the evening of november 28th so that is the night in question um now keep this in mind though because these three dudes are going to keep coming up because there was only four people on this boat and if you've ever had your i don't know musical theater friends over to your house and done like a <laughs> murder mystery party you know that the odds are pretty good that uh, if she didn't slip and fall, one of them may have done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think enough people in 2020 know that Christopher Walken <laughs> was it 39 years ago was implicated in a crime. No, you know it, because the anniversary of her death was, or they like did a big hoopla about the anniversary of her death. Like I think it was like the 30 year mm. mark. Um, so not that long ago, and. They started talking about it again because, and I, I'm sorry if I'm 
going to take something away from what you're about to tell us, but they reopened the investigation. They did. I will tell you all about it. Okay. And that's when people started to find out about Walken. Oh, see, I had a weird upbringing. I knew about Walken early. I know, but (laughs) (laughs) she walked at an early age. (laughs) You had like a very impressive vocabulary. I was like, Christopher Walken did it and I know how to solve Jean (laughs) Monnet. No one listened. No one. Well, now you have a platform. Which is why I'm interested in yachting. (laughs) We're going to get you tenure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it works in so many levels. It really, really fucking does. Um, all right, but we are going to bring it down a notch <laughs> because we're laughing too hard. Uh, so, um, we were talking about the body. Okay. So authorities recovered her body at 8 a.m. on November 29th. It was one mile away from the boat with a small Valiant brand, uh, inflatable dinghy beached nearby. Uh, Wagner said that she was not with him when he went to bed. Deverne, who is the captain of this little boat, uh, had previously stated that Wood and Wagner argued that evening, which Wagner denied at the time. In his memoir, Pieces of My Heart, Wagner admitted that he had had an argument with Wood before she disappeared. I include this just so just so we can like peep this Um, right away when he spoke to the police about Nellie Wood. uh, He was all I don't know. I just kind of went to bed, (laughs) went to bed and I didn't see her until I just saw her just now. The captain at the time, though, said they had an argument, which Robert Wagner denied. But now he says he did. If that's a convoluted phrasing, just you wait. You know, after all this time that I've had to think about it, you know what? We did have an argument that night. I didn't remember immediately after. But, you know, 39 years later, we did. We argued. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) The autopsy found that Wood's blood alcohol content was 0.14%, which is a lot considering like uh, drunk driving will get you stopped at uh, 0.08. Yeah. So, so this is twice the legal Almost limit. twice. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's kind of always floating around 0.1. I careful. feel like they're going to take your car away. <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing I love the most. <laughs> um. There were traces of motion sickness. Mo- ah, sorry. So her blood alcohol content was uh, 0.14%. Uh, and there were traces of a motion sickness pill and a painkiller in her bloodstream. Both increase the effects of alcohol. Okay. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Um, Does that increase your alcohol level as well? Can it? Well, I think they're both blood thinners at least. I think they're blood thinners, which means that you're. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand the chemistry. I, okay. I'm so so I, I, I didn't know if maybe like, I know it affects your behavior, but if it that would affect your levels as well. Ah. It like maybe she had a couple of glasses of wine or a couple of cocktails or whatever it was that she was drinking. And then she took the motion sickness and the. Well, she probably, well, here's how it probably went. Uh, she took the motion sickness because she ter- she was terrified of boats. Right. She probably had a painkiller for either some sort of like physical abuse injury or some. Well, she's thing. filming a movie. Who knows what's yeah. happening? She might be. And she, they love to drink, and they're with Walken. This is a party. Yeah, I mean, it's right. a three-person party, but, but you know, you're on a boat. Yeah, it's not like that's what you do. That's what you're on a yacht, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So this is the autopsy. The autopsy report revealed that she had bruises on her body and arms, as well as an abrasion on her left cheek. There was no indication as how uh, how or when these injuries occurred. So that means they could be uh, uh, before she died. So that could be a little bit about the fight. So maybe it wasn't just a mm-hmm. yelling fight. Uh, or they could be um, uh, what happened when she tumbled into the water and she floated out about a mile and got injured by uh, the waves, etc. So there's they don't know, though. It could be before or after. Well, hold on. Let me backhand you with my right hand. Ow. Oh, that's your left cheek. Oh. Oh, wait. That is. No, it's not. No? 
No, I did it right. But if I slap you this way with my right hand. That's my left cheek. That's your left cheek. So if I slap you across the face. Guys, we're actually doing a reenactment, <laughs> which is why my We're going to solve this crime tonight. <laughs> no, well, you must explain to her object work. So she's busy trying to slap me with her hand. I'm hands. slapping Jay from a distance because we're still social distancing. It's very alarming, though. I looked up and I was just like, are you kidding me? Slap. So, the, yeah, if I backhand you, that's to your right cheek. This but if I right. slap you, yeah. that's your left cheek. Yeah. I mean, she could have gotten it from falling. She, she, she could have gotten, gotten it from, from falling, too. But, yeah. But but if he slugs her and you're she right connects think, like, and she falls over the boat. You're right to think that there was a pattern there and maybe not a nice person. Um, <clears throat> Los Angeles County Coroner Thomas Noguchi ruled the cause of her death to be accidental drowning accidental drowning, sorry, and hypothermia. According to Noguchi, would have been drinking and she may have slipped while trying to reboard the dinghy. Now, Wood's sister, Lana, uh, was like, Natalie can't swim and she's been terrified of water her entire life. And she never, ever, ever would have left the yacht on her own by dinghy. So if they're starting to think that the theory is like she was so pissed that she went down to the dinghy to row herself away from this yacht, her very own sister is like, no, she doesn't swim. Not possible. And by the way, not swimming is one thing. Think about this. This is the middle of the night off of Catalina Island with all those waves, all that darkness. Do you really do you really think someone who can't swim is like and who is that drunk is going to be like, I know. Well, by the way, if they did. I changed my mind. If they if they thought they were in such danger, they did do that. Shame on all of them. Yeah, you know, and like unless there's like somebody murdering you on the like there's like some kind of I mean, serial killer or monster on the on the boat that's like coming at you with a knife or whatever, um, then that makes sense that you need to flee the boat. But in this case, where you know Robert Wagner's saying I went to bed and the the boat captain is. Presumably, Presumably in bed, in bed as, as well. Um, what what was the alarm? Can I ask you this? Yep. The dinghy is sure. that because my my in my mind a dinghy is kind of like that thing that like floats in the water. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's like, like the thing that you row back and forth from um, a yacht to a dock. Okay, so oh. it's, it's, it's like a boat. It's like a little rafty type of boat, or okay. it could be like a little metally boat, but Got it's more it. of like a. a it's not what I had in mind. It's more of like a from there to here kind of thing. Because you know how like a lot of boats will dock. Right. Will not, they, they don't dock proper right. on the land. They, they're they like kind of in the middle of the water and then digging takes them. It's been a it's been a long time since I've been on a yacht, meaning never. <laughs> so I just wanted to clarify that. Well, um, just so you know, two witnesses who are on a nearby, nearby boat stated that night they heard a woman screaming for help. And they didn't do anything? Well, they stated it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, what we are they heard gonna... her, but we just Well, couldn't... what are you going to do? Well, right. And it's so dark in the water. Like, it's so hard to see. Yeah. I mean, I guess the gut says you should go and help, but, like, you can't see who's, who's doing right. it. Well, I mean, and in fairness, these boats are so big, too, to, like, start it up and get it moving, too. Yeah. Like, you think that it's somebody a lot. Had, I mean, I would think somebody on, the, on a yacht who yelled for help, maybe, and then she stopped, got help from the people on the yacht. Right. Given that one is the captain, one is her That's husband, fair. and the yeah. other one is like her co-star in a major motion picture. Fair point. You know, but I wouldn't like necessarily tool up and be like, everything okay here? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'm going to keep moving on. Um, for, for those of you who are interested, uh, I know I certainly was. Natalie Wood is buried in Westwood Village Memorial Park Cemetery in Los Angeles. You can go and uh, see her. Uh, of course... Anytime we tell you to go to a cemetery, please be respectful. Don't do anything weird. Uh, just go and pay your respects. Um, let's talk about the investigation. Shall we? Please. Please. Okay. Um, try to keep cool. I'm already upset. <laughs> I've got a lot of feelings. So the investigation into Natalie Wood's death was reopened in 2011. And in 2012, her death certificate was amended to list the cause of her death as drowning and other undetermined undetermined factors. Okay. Well, before it was just a mishap. Right. She just died at sea. So now it was drowning and other undetermined factors, which okay. is actually a huge... That it, it, it is. It's breaking the case. It's just frustrating that it didn't go any further than that. 
Get ready to be frustrated. It ain't never been solved. I know. Could have done it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, the police began reinvestigating the mysterious death. Uh, they now saw her husband, RJ, Robert Wagner, as a person of interest. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a huge differentiation in um, uh, copping or in uh, investigation. Mm-hmm. Like, person of interest is different than, like, I don't know, we had a suspicion. But yeah, right. right. So it actually is, like, a legal... Yeah, and distinction. There's, there's been a lot of stuff that's been that's come out in the last couple of years about that phrase in particular and how that actually can ruin a person's life. Yes. It like can destroy you because and, and we've kind of talked yes. about it before where it's like if if you're being questioned for something, that means you're up to no good for you know, there's a reason yes. there's they're suspecting you. Um but you know, there have been plenty of innocent people and like, you know, your datelines and your 48 hours and things like that are starting to like put a spotlight on that a little bit more yeah. and talk about it. Did that happen to Richard Jewell? It did happen. I, you know what? I just watched that movie. Oh, and I didn't see it. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that had a frown. So you guys, that's a C minus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I am reluctant to say much right now. I, I don't. the dude from I, Tanya, though, yeah? Yeah, and I love that I guy. I love that guy. He's great. He's actually, the acting is phenomenal. The story itself and the way it's definitely told with a, a very strong bias. Oh, it's like Bombshell. Yes. Yeah. It's very. It's a very strong bias. And they they certainly paint law enforcement and the um, specifically the FBI as bad guys, which is interesting because it's a Clint Eastwood movie. Um so what's interesting about that is he's still alive and making moves. <laughs> right. Oh, good Clint. on good on him. Yeah, and oh, yeah. he makes really, really good movies. But um the the bias is is so strong that it was a, it took me out of it a little bit. And I, there were times where I was like, huh, I don't know. Um and yeah, but I but I mean it's a phenomenal cast. It's Kathy Bates, it's that guy. I can't I don't remember his Love name. Kathy. I'm sorry. Um and more. John Hamm. And more. And more. Well, let's keep talking about this. Um, let's keep talking about this uh, investigation because mm-hmm. uh, that's going to bring us to the ghost. And it looks like we're 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 nearing the time when we're, we need we're, ghosts. Yeah, we're doing good. Um, so investigators in uh, L.A. said that Wagner, quote unquote, constantly changed his stories, adding his version of the events didn't, quote, add up. Uh, her death was ruled to have been an accident, but they were like, No. Um, so, uh, as I said before, in earnest, they began this investigation, uh, 2011, 2012, um, as we investigated, this is a quote, as we investigated the case over the years, I think Wagner is more of a person of interest now. Uh, Lieutenant John Corina of the LA County Sheriff's department told CBS quote, we know now that he was the last person to be with Natalie before she disappeared. I haven't seen him tell the details that match all the other witnesses in this case. I think he's constantly changed his story a little bit and his versions of events don't add up. That's from um, Lieutenant John Corina of the LA County Sheriff's Department. Okay. So just a little bit more. Uh, So conflicting versions of what happened on the yacht have contributed to this mystery. How does she die? Like, what happened to Natalie in November of 1981? Family members have previously asked authorities to re-examine the findings of the original investigation. Wood, who was 43 when she died, uh, it seemed as though she had, uh, oh, sorry. It seemed as though she had been partying the night before her death. Uh, so because of that, the coroner's investigation ruled that she had been drinking heavily and maybe that's why she slipped. But, uh, Two witnesses have corroborated accounts of a fight between Wagner and Wood. Uh, they say this is the night before her death. Well, sorry, because she died in the early mornings. So whenever we say night before, it's actually the okay. Got yeah, it. it's it's the inciting incident. Got it. Got so it. she she for sure. No one's arguing that she was drunk, right? So this blood alcohol level is correct. Okay, that she had been partying. But they're, what they're saying is this end end. Mm-hmm. Can't just say she was partying and fell off a boat. That's right. not what happens. So uh, anyway, they say it appears the actress was a victim of assault. Oh. The postmortem report that said Wood had bruises on her bodies and arms 
as well as a facial abrasion on her left cheek. So as you were pointing out before, then you go stop doing it. I'm going to slap you in the face. Um, yeah. So all these things that they had add up to being like, mm-hmm. like water and, and yeah. a body hitting, probably not the case. Now, the captain of the boat, who's Dennis Deverne, told NBC News in 2011 that he lied. He straight up told them. I remember that. He lied during the initial investigation. Um, in 2012, Wood's death certificate, I already said this, uh, was amended. So because of all this open investigation, they were like, huh, okay. Drowning and other undetermined factors in which RJ, Robert Wagner, is the key. Right. Um, as of this episode, Robert, mm-hmm. Robert Wagner is still alive. Yep. Yeah. Just, just in case you're wondering, like, <laughs> I, I how is this person? I well, and he's never been arrested. Nope. He's never spent a time. A, a, well, for this crime, I don't know about any other thing. Yeah, and he was born in 1930, y'all. So this makes him 90 years old. He's very old, and I actually, uh, I, I saw like a clip of something, um, that he was speaking again about her death. You like, told me this, and it made me so mad because I was going to do this episode, and I was like, why? He keeps talking about it, and it's very upsetting um, because this man has been able to, and and I'm making assumptions, and maybe I'm wrong, but he's never been tried. Like, he's never been taken into custody. Nope. He he also won't talk to them. He won't talk to them, and he's been able to live his life freely. To the state, he has denied any involvement. Yep. And lived freely and, and been, he was able, like, his career certainly suffered after this. Oh, for sure. But she died 39 years ago and he's 90. He's 90 years old. He was pretty much close to retirement at that point. Like, he had made his money. He was done. Um, and he was able to live out the rest of his life. And he will. And that's really unfortunate. And Christopher Walken, you better fucking start talking, man. Come correct. But there was that whole thing. Walken, come correct. Nine years ago where people were like, where is Christopher Walken? Why isn't he saying anything? He really needs to say something. Because Dennis Deverne, I mean, listen, there's only three of you left. Yeah. This is is like one of those Agatha Christie's. You got to come correct. Yeah. Guys, we're going to talk about ghosts. Thank you. Yep. So uh, one of the big ghosts... Actually, is uh, the yacht itself, the Splendor. Yes, ghost boat. Ghost boat. Uh, so we've talked about on the show, anytime there is uh, something terrible and tragic and high energy and horrifying, mm-hmm. uh, locations themselves have a tendency, tendency to leave the mark. Yep. Which is, uh, if you're ever thinking about ghost lore and you're like, why do I think this house is haunted? Probably because something terrible happened there. Or why do I think this car is haunted? Right. Uh, a lot of other hauntings just move around with people. Like if Noel's being haunted by a specific ghost, it will just go with her. Why is my car not like my new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm going to take you to the boat, The Splendor, just because I think this is, a, I don't know. In 2014, Ron Nelson, a former flight attendant who purchased the boat once owned by Wood's husband, RJ, said the actress was haunting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he said he was so spooked by the poltergeist he wanted to sell the splendor okay according to nelson i've been hurt twice on the boat <laughs> <laughs> sorry well i didn't mean to say it that way but anyway, uh they've been weird falls it's like my feet came out from under me and i fell oh, that's what he ron. said do you think he goes by captain ron i, I hope yes i hope he does sure <laughs> Nelson also revealed other in- incidents involving the ill-fated West Side Story. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. Uh, so Nelson, uh, be- sorry, I'm getting caught up on my words because I'm laughing. Okay, so um, anyway, he um, when okay, so I'll just read the quote. So um, he was sleeping <laughs> and he was on a um, trip across the uh, Pacific. So he was going from, um, I think LA, I'm not sure, but to um, Hawaii. And while that's a long, that's a long route. It's a long route, dude. But you know, he's a boater. Boater's got a boat. Yachting. Yeah. <laughs> Boater's got a boat. <laughs> so then he said, 
Something sat down on the bed. Ooh. Yeah. When he was in Hawaii, because he was like a little nervy nerve about that, as he should be, he had the vessel. Uh, so he had the splendor blessed by two Hawaiian kahunas. And they, yeah, that means priests. Don't laugh. <laughs> you think, anyway, um, so the priests cleared the spirit. Um, but Ron said that they didn't, that the splendor. What? It didn't work? It didn't work. The kahunas did not get. Natalie Wood, she of uh, uh, making him fall mysteriously and sleeping in his old bed. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't get rid of her. Um, <laughs> Wait, this nothing. None of this checks out because, as we know, Natalie Wood hates boats. Hates boats. Hates. Why boats. would she stay there? That's like the one thing that her sister has been talking oh. about for all this time. She's like, nothing adds up. She didn't want to go. Do you think about this? If, if I was murdered, and, or if I, quote, unquote, died mysteriously on a roller coaster, you would be like, no, she didn't. No. She you would never. Get, she, she was never on. She never went. She hates waiting in lines, number one. Fuck. First of all, <laughs> if the story was she was waiting in line, you'd be like, I also know that's untrue. <laughs> Not true. Nothing about this is accurate. But that's but that's one thing that, yeah. that, that um, her sister talked about a lot was that she didn't want to go on the boat. Nope. Because she's definitely afraid of the water because she couldn't swim. And so there was a speculation that um, this was actually premeditated. There is. And am I giving, am I stealing? No, we're just talking about ghosts. Um, We're talking about ghosts. But so that's where I find, I call shenanigans on this ghost story. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know. Unless she's stuck there, which really sucks. And that's so cruel because she hates the boat. Well, Ron's, uh, well, Ron owned the Splendor. He might still own it. I'm not sure. Uh, it suffered severe damage during the hurricane. Oh, no. It forced him to sell it. So okay. Ron Nelson, I don't believe, owns the Splendor anymore. Um, and hopefully she is off the Splendor. We're going to take you to Catalina Island, which okay. is where the boat was off of. You're right. Yep. Um, it was a beautiful place. I've never been there. I've heard gorgeous. lovely things about yeah, it. Yeah, um, Now, here's the thing. Okay, so... I'm going to conflate two things, but I think it's really interesting. Now, on Catalina Island, there was already a ghost. Just one? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> For what I'm getting at. Um, so there was this ghost who was a lady in white. Oh, okay. Now, you know from folklore, there's a lot of ladies. There's in white. many. There's, yeah. there's, <laughs> this the is ma- Catalina's. Right. The okay. majority of places that you go, there's a lady in there's white. There's a lady so in Catalina white. Catalina already had a lady in white. Um, now, they're the most common of spirits. Um, most of the time they take their form, um, that they're a woman with a flowing dress. Sometimes they have pale skin. Sometimes they have pale, pale hair. Mm -hmm. Um, usually these, uh, ghosts are not considered malevolent. Um, they are thought of as like being messengers, right? Like they serve some sort of message. Yes. Ghosts, but not about to hurt you. Just there to Mm -hmm. inform you. Um, this original ghost, this this lady in white in Catalina, uh, she haunts Banning House. And Banning House was originally uh, built in 1910 as a summer home for two wealthy people. So here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> uh, what has happened, because Natalie Wood is so uh, immersed in the history of Catalina Island at this point. They don't necessarily like it, but it doesn't matter. Right. She is now like there goes, there goes a big okay. deal. So here's what has happened. Why wouldn't you like that? Well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, I feel like it might boost tourism in a way. Like, Oh, Natalie I don't know if they want that kind of tourism. Okay. Though. They're kind of classy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that says about us. But. <laughs> Very long of the story of it. Now that now when people see the lady in white, they actually think it's Natalie Wood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. And so come two interesting things have happened here. So the ghost has been spotted at the site of Natalie Wood's demise. Mm-hmm. So there's this idea of like, is that Natalie Wood? Or is that the lady in the white lady in white warning other women that Natalie Wood died here to be very careful? Right? But that's what lady and whites do. Ladies beware. Right? Yeah. But, like... They do. I mean, it's awful, but ghost stories will will tell us being a woman has always been hard. Yeah. You're constantly getting murdered by your lover. You're constantly getting right. murdered by your husband. You're constantly getting murdered by the mistress. You're constantly losing children in a river. I mean, it is right. insane. 
So, <laughs> um, so uh, this is why I was talking about the lady in white. I was just spitballing there, but the lady, the lady in white signifies a nearby murder. So that means that the the lady in white might have been um, a victim herself, um, or that she herself is investigating Natalie's murder. That she would like us to see that this is where Natalie would died. What others have come to purport is that she's been replaced. So the old lady in white uh, went to wherever people go when they leave being ghosting. Okay. So she moved on. Some people think maybe. Uh, she moved out to heaven. She moved out to wherever. And then Natalie Wood replaced her. So she is the new Catalina Island. Whoa. Lady in white. That is interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like the Dread Pirate Roberts of the Princess Bride. Yes, it is. I mean, I, kind I was of like, like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. I was here to warn people. You didn't hear right. my heed my last name. That's okay. I'm moving. And then she took okay. off. Until, yeah. yeah, until the next round. I wonder what kind of locket they passed down betwixt each other. Mm. They must have some, like a letterman's jacket. There's got to be like, or- yeah, some kind of like, um, <laughs> like talisman or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, why bother? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's got to be something to break the spirit. There are, there's one other ghost on Catalina Island that's attributed to Natalie. Um, apparently some people see the ghost of Natalie Wood strolling along the beach. Okay. Strolling. Just like out for a casual walk or? Out for a casual walk. Okay. I mean, the only reason I say that is because a lady in white is supposed to be scary. Uh-huh. Not necessarily harmful, but scary. Right. This ghost is strolling. Just hanging out. Hanging. Okay. Uh, you want to know one other thing? Yeah. She's naked. Cool. Because <laughs> you're dead, so why the hell not? Well, actually, really, I have a footnote here. Uh, when, uh, did you know that when Nellie was found, she was found naked? I don't think I did know I that. I did not know that. No. I, did, I had no idea about that. But they think that maybe that had a part to do with some of that lore. Uh, or it could be, again, a Lady Godiva moment. I know she's not from that area, right. but like where people just saw like a beautiful naked lady walking. Did they ever come up with an explanation as to why she was naked? Like did. I'm not sure. That's I've never heard that. before. I've never heard that before. Either. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Um, I have a correction for us. Yeah. Not about Natalie Wood. Sure. Um, but we talked about the rip by the, also this is Natalie Wood and check it out. Read up some more. Um, if you're as outraged as we are, reach out to the local officials of, I guess, Catalina. LA. LA. LA has that jurisdiction. Um, and uh, when it's safe to go, go to Catalina. I hear it's nice. Gorge. But we had talked about the Ribbon Girl. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I said I was going to follow up. Um, so what I believe you meant, because there's two different things. There's There is the Ribbon Girl. Which is the ribbon girl has uh there's several I meant the one with the mouth, but I thought it was a ribbon in her mouth. It's the slit mouth woman. Yes. And what the slit mouth woman is is she appears and sometimes her mouth is covered and then she reveals it. She her mouth was slit from basically ear to ear by her husband. And um in like a jealous rage, I think is the story. And so when he, she appears to these men, she asks them if She's beautiful, and if they say yes, she may let them live. Um, if they say, but most of the time she ends up um, scaring them to death or killing them or something like that. But uh, it's a very tragic story. So um, I'm sorry that I forgot that and didn't have the right information. <clears throat> yeah, this is a follow-up from what? Some episode lit? We had, yeah, we had, yes, the episode lit when the three questions Great. with you. I just yes. wanted to make sure. Like, uh, do we have an episode number on that? I don't even know what it is. Um, it's episode let number two. Probably the one before this? I, don't know. I think so. Okay. I don't know. Um, time moves weird in the <laughs> pandemic. It really does. It's it does weird does. time. But the Ribbon Girl, there's a, there's a bunch of different versions of the Ribbon Girl. But the one story that I like the most about Ribbon Girl really quickly is that um, there's a girl who shows up and she always wears a ribbon around her neck. And she'll never take it off. And when you do take it off, her head falls off. Oh, the ribbon's cool. keeping her head on. 
like that. Yeah. I like both of them. Yeah. I think that one is actually an American story. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. That's a good one. I'll do a little bit more digging on that one. Awesome. But yeah, I wanted to give an update on that. Sorry for dropping the ball when we talked about it the first time. <laughs> no worries. Well, gals and pals, it is time to close this show. Thank you so much for listening to the Natalie Wood story. Uh, I I really appreciate it. Uh, you might have heard a couple times if you meant to my voice that, um, yeah, I'm interested in Natalie Wood's ghost, but more I'm interested in honoring somebody who, uh, who led a life too short, 43 mm-hmm. year olds, 43 years old when she died yep. and still an unsolved murder. So yep. um, if it takes the ghost to uh, bring us to the human, I'm all here for it. Mm-hmm. And watching Natalie Mo- Wood movie. She was, she was great. Yeah. She, she let you, you probably just, already have. You probably have. Street. Yeah. And you don't even know it. Well, and you described her as being like, just bringing joy. Like her characters really like had a lot of life in them. And, um, there's a lot of her movies I haven't seen. I, like now that I know that there were 56, <laughs> but those that I have, I've always really, really enjoyed her. So check her out if you haven't. All right. Well, that's all the time we have. Uh, I am drinking. And so is Noel Oktoberfest <laughs> and Noel, what brewery does this come from? Surly from our friends in Minneapolis. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to high spirits and Noel has one last terrible thing to say to you. Sweet dreams. Yeah.